you don't know if I. All right. 260. Our order of service this morning is on page 260. And uh, and we begin with the opening hymn, hymn, um, hymn 893. <laughs> This is the day which the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. From the rising of the sun to its setting, the name of the Lord is to be praised. Better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of the your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Sanctify us in your truth. Your praise truth. From the rising of the sun to its setting, the name of the Lord is to be praised. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen.
be seated for the readings. Our first reading this morning is from the 19th chapter of Leviticus. When you reap the harvest of your land, do not reap to the very edges of your field or gather the gleanings of your harvest. Do not go over your vineyard a second time or pick up the grapes that have fallen. Leave them for the poor and the foreigner. I am the Lord your God. Do not steal. Do not lie. Do not deceive one another. Do not swear falsely by my name and so profane the name of your God, I am the Lord. Do not defraud or rob your neighbor. Do not hold back the wages of a hired worker overnight. Do not curse the deaf or put a stumbling block in front of the blind, but fear your God, I am the Lord. Do not pervert justice. Do not show partiality to the poor or favoritism to the great, but judge your neighbor fairly. Do not go about spreading slander among your people. Do not do anything that endangers your neighbor's life. I am the Lord. Do not hate a fellow Israelite in your heart. Rebuke your neighbor frankly so you will not share in their guilt. Do not seek revenge or bear a grudge against anyone among your people, but love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Our hymn is 577. Our second reading this morning is from the first chapter of Colossians. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother. 
to God's holy people in Colossae, the faithful brothers and sisters in Christ. Grace and peace to you from God our Father. We always thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we pray for you, because we have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and the love you have for all God's people. The faith and love that spring from the hope stored up for you in heaven and about which you have already heard in the true message of the gospel that has come to you in the same way the gospel is bearing fruit and growing throughout the whole world, just as it has come, been doing among you since the day you heard it and truly understood God's grace. You learned it from Epaphras, our dear fellow servant, who is a faithful minister of Christ in our behalf and who also told us of your love in the Spirit. For this reason, since the day we heard about you, we have not stopped praying for you. We continually ask God to fill you with the knowledge of his will through all the wisdom and understanding that the Spirit gives so that you may have a life worthy of the Lord and please him in every way, bearing fruit in every good work, growing in the knowledge of God, being strengthened with all power according to his gracious might, so that you may have great endurance and patience and giving joyful thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of his holy people in the kingdom of light. For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the Son he loves, in whom we have redemption and forgiveness of sins. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
we rise for the gospel. The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 10th chapter. On one occasion, an expert in the law stood up to test Jesus. Teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? What is, the written, what is written in the law? He replied, how do you read it? He answered, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. You have answered correctly, Jesus replied. Do this, and you will live. But he wanted to justify himself. So he asked Jesus, And who is my neighbor? In reply, Jesus said, A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho. When he was attacked by robbers, they stripped him of his clothes, beat him, and went away, leaving him half dead. A priest happened to be going along the same road, and when he saw the man, he passed on by the other side. So too a Levite, when he came to the place and saw him pass by on the other side. But a Samaritan, as he traveled, came where the man was, and when he saw him, he took pity on him. He went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. Then he put the man on his own donkey, brought him to an inn, and took care of him. The next day he took out two denarii, and gave them to the innkeeper. Look after him, he said, and when I, re will re and when I return, I, I will reimburse you for any extra expenses you may have. Which of these three do you think was a neighbor to the man who fell into the hands of the robbers? The expert in the law replied, the one who had mercy on him. Jesus told him, go and do likewise. This is the gospel of the Lord. Ever, O Lord, your word is firmly set in the heavens. Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. Blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it. Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. The Ten Commandments. You shall have no other gods. You shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Honor your father and your mother. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife or his man's servant or maid servant. I believe in God, 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 our Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, the Son of God, Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God. Father Almighty, from that single one judge the living and the dead, I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. 
Be seated for the hymn of the day. God's grace, his mercy, and his peace be multiplied to you through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, it's pretty straightforward, pretty simple. The theme running through the lessons today revolve around love the Lord your God with all your soul, with all your mind. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. And this is if you want to say that Christians need to live by a law, this is the law. But it is the loving instruction, as the Hebrews would term it, because as a child of God, you receive loving instruction. But it is a, a, a temptation to look at these things, just like in the gospel lesson, you have uh, a an expert in the law, and isn't that his problem, that he's an expert in the law, which means in order to be an expert in the law, you have to be uh, very concerned about the law, and you have to split hairs, and you have to define what this is, like neighbor. Who is a neighbor? Well, if you define neighbor this way, then you break the law by doing such and so this way. If you define neighbor that way, then you don't break the law by doing such and so. And Jesus, of course, knew all of these things. And for those people who want to live their lives who are, which are centered on the law, 
Jesus had a response that had to make the expert in the law, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, those people who were, in essence, the religious leaders of Jerusalem, uh, he gave them a, something that would have to catch in their throats. As a matter of fact, when the expert in the law replies to who is my neighbor, he doesn't say, the Samaritan. He says, the one who had mercy on him. Let's not get tangled up in Samaritans and all of those things, but we do know that the, the, I'm assuming that the teacher, the expert in the law, would have thought that the Samaritan would by, in no way be considered a neighbor. And look what Jesus did. And indeed, when we read in Scripture at the final days, we have already separated the sheep from the goats. That means believers from non-believers. And how is Jesus going to address and say, look, sheep, my children, you get to come to heaven. How is he going to address them? By using the law. He's going to say, I was this way and you came and helped me. I was that way and you came and helped me. I was in trouble and you came and you helped me. Just like the Samaritan did. Not like the, the Levite and um, the fair, the fair, the, the, let's see, a Levite and a, what was the other? A priest. Now, you know, let's kind of give the priest a, a, little, uh, a little break, but because what you have is you have, uh, you, he's already served, he's served for a whole month, he's been away from his family, he wants to go down from Jerusalem to his hometown. Same thing with the Levite, to be honest. You know, they've served, they've been serving all month in the temple, and they want to go home. They don't have time for stricken people, right? They don't have time for hurt people. And they left their wallet, you know, because, you know, they didn't have to bring money to go buy food or anything uh, because they would get fed at the temple. And, and so they were on their way home, and, and, uh, and so they didn't really have time for, for that kind of thing. I don't know if any of you guys have ever... Um, have ever experienced that, but you're on your way home, and um, not that you have anything pressing, and then you see somebody, and you go, you know, maybe I should help. Ah, you know, never mind. I'm tired. It looks like it's going to rain. Maybe I should, you know, just somebody else will. Somebody probably has already started to, look, he's on the phone, so he's already getting help, so, so there you go. And it's those kinds of things um, where, uh, well, look, and, and another thing we should also, uh, if, you, if you're looking for excuses uh, or rationalists, or if you're looking, to, if you want to get home faster, um, you can also say, um, well, I, you know, who knows, that person might have a gun. Or that, might, that person might, you know, end up, 
you know, it might be a setup, you know, because after all, no good deed goes unpunished. And are there examples out there? Yes, of course. In spite of all of these things, what does God tell us to do? Love the Lord your God with all your soul, with all your heart, with all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. Um, yeah, that's, uh, and that's what our lives really are about. It revolves around that. Jesus saying, I was this way, that way, I was in trouble, I was this way, I was that. Um, who, is, who is your neighbor? The least of these, my brothers. The least of the, the most undesirable people. And Jesus says, because the people respond, wait a minute, when did we ever see you and when did we ever help you? We don't rec- we, you look a whole lot different than, uh, and he says, whatsoever you did to the least of these, my brothers, that you did to me. So, Christians, non-Christians, Samaritans, Egyptians, people who live in Estelle, Louisiana, Ville Platte, and even Bunky, those people, <clears throat> they are our neighbors, and we should help them through the very least of these, our brothers and sisters. And as we do that, hopefully we grow in faith, and hopefully God encourages us as we receive blessings from these people. This has been written in in God's law uh, for a long time, even way back when it starts out in the the agrarian times when he says, look, don't, don't be so concerned about picking everything Leave some things behind because there are people who need to eat. Leave some of those things. I can remember this reminded me when we were in Nigeria. <clears throat> and I'm, I wasn't a wise farmer and I wasn't even really a farmer. I just went, uh, my wife and I, to Nigeria as missionaries. And on the land, they had um, fruit trees. Uh, you, we had um, uh, mangoes. And we had, uh, what did we have? Cashews. And, uh, and cashews are actually, uh, you know, they, they're, they're some, the best way I can explain it is if, you, if, you've, if you've ever tasted a persimmon, it's very similar, that fruit to a persimmon. It's kind of bell-shaped, and then right underneath it is a, is a cashew. And, uh, and so it's kind of, it comes from a fruit. It doesn't come from the ground. You maybe think it comes from the ground, but it doesn't. Well, anyway, we sort of had uh, a, a law uh, around there, I think. Um, and the people sort of, t- I don't know how, I think the people kind of taught us ab- about that law. And they even had a law. And it was no flogging the trees. You can't flog the fruit tree. Flogging means get a stick and hit and knock the fruit down. You can't do that because then that's stealing. But if the fruit falls and hits the ground, well, it's theirs. And boy, I tell you what, you know, uh, they they kind of they watched that. I 
we had a um, uh, we had a pawpaw tree and or a, a, I can't remember what that is another name for it, um, but that's what they called it in, in in Nigeria, and it was growing up there right by the water cistern, and um, and uh, oh it was nice and I was looking forward to to harvesting that but it didn't change colors it was green it stayed green and then one day I went out there and it was gone. I said, well, where is that? Oh, it fell down on the ground and, you know, uh, that's, you know, your, your loss. I mean, we, we could have come and we could have picked it up and brought it to your house, but, oh, you know, that's not the rules. And so I never did um, a papaya, I think it was, pawpaw papaya, same sort of a thing. So I never tasted a papaya from, uh, from Nigeria because... I didn't know when it was ripe, and, and I missed out on that. Somebody else got to taste it. I don't even know if it tasted good or not, but I'm sure it did. Um, but uh, these rules um, were there. I'm glad that we were passively feeding the people um, who were closely looking. Um, and, you know, and maybe people do closely look today. Maybe they do need some some things and they and they closely look um and and you know they they also used to look uh in in at, at the we we had to burn trash because they, they would look in the trash for things and some of the things just aren't healthy for people to have so we would give them um we would give them uh, laundry used laundry water that would otherwise fall on the ground because it had soap it had it was a little dirty but it had soap. They didn't have to buy the soap and all of those things. And, uh, and what, what we would say is dis- something to be discarded, they welcomed. Um, just, and and so, so, you know, maybe we can be generous like that, as often I think we are. Maybe, maybe we put our stuff out on the curb, right, instead of going and listing it somewhere and selling it for $5 or whatever. Just leave it on the curb and Someone will come by and pick it up and bring it home, and, and it'll, it might be the best piece of furniture or the best rug or the best whatever it is uh, uh, that they have in their house, and it's something that you didn't need because God blessed you. Well, anyway, these are examples of how we can uh, serve the least of these, my brothers, um, other than perhaps stopping by the road and, and putting ourselves in danger Nevertheless, God would not uh, frown on us, you know, if we did stop to help. But this is what our lives are. And it's not all about obeying the law, even though it is the law of God, the Ten Commandments, laws. We obey because we are children of God and we are freed. We are free to do wonderful things. We are free to share the gospel. And sometimes sharing is just being there. And um, that's a lot of my job uh, as a police chaplain is just being there. Sometimes there's nothing you can say. And sometimes the wise thing is to say nothing. I don't know how you can tell. I, I'll just give one uh, example um, recently went to a house, a woman buried her father uh, the night before, 
And that morning, they woke up and her two-month-old was dead in the, in the cradle. I don't know what you can say to somebody uh, that will ease them. But you can connect them to God and you can say, you know, pray. Uh, and oftentimes they voice that and they'll say, oh, Jesus, help me. And and I tell you, you know, when they when they're saying that they have everything that they need uh, at that point in time. And if you can just encourage them in that, that's you've done your job. Um, and this is what I do here. Encourage you uh, when you say, oh, Jesus, help me. Um, I, I want to encourage you uh, in that. And there's a lot of things that that you may encounter that you don't want to share with anyone. And some for some people, um, it, maybe they should share those things with other people, but some people don't. Um, I do remember one time doing a funeral for this lady and wasn't a member of the church or anything like that. It was just, you know, uh, a funeral director called and said, look, you know, they don't have a church, but they're, they're Christian, and boy, are they mad. Uh, why? Why are they mad? Well, because she had cancer. She knew she had cancer, and sort of the whole family kind of knew that she was sick, I suppose, but she never went to the doctor because we think maybe she didn't want to hear the bad news. Uh, but it was true, and, and then she died. And because she never said anything, never shared anything, uh, the funeral was very upsetting to them because she feared death so much that she didn't want to know she had cancer even though she knew she had it. And you and I, what do we have? What are we carrying? Um, anxiety, uh, illnesses, all of these things. And we want to keep it silent? Okay, fine. Um, but we can bear one another's burdens and we can comfort one another. And when somebody does come and say something, listen. Listen to them. Uh, because they might really be reaching out to you. Um, and maybe only you. Um, so listen to them and offer them comfort. Um, and, and these were words to me, uh, for, for my own listening to my own self. Um, and that is sometimes people don't need answers. <laughs> sometimes they just need somebody to listen to. Um, and I've learned that being a chaplain, is that uh, chaplains aren't answer guys. And oftentimes Christians don't need to be answer people either. Um, they just need to listen to one another. Um, just like you would want to be listened to, Right? And you don't want to hear the answer. You can't explain everything. And so sometimes the answer comes out, it's not even, um, it's not even the, the, what you need to hear. You just need to say it so that you can get it straight in your own heart. Love the Lord your God with all your soul, with all your heart, with all your mind. Love your neighbor as yourself. And so listen to them. Help them if needed. And keep yourself um, under the wings of the Lord your God Almighty. Jesus is the one who makes sure that we stay under there. And 
He has done everything well, suffering and dying on the cross for us so that we can gather under His shadow, under His shade in the heat of the day. And we can call on His name and He will heal us. But don't be fooled. We live in a temporary state. Our home is heaven. And as we prepare to be translated up to heaven, don't lose faith. Don't, uh, as you look out on this world, don't lose your joy. Don't allow this world to, to turn you bitter. Believe me, there's plenty out there. And every day seems to bring yet one more thing uh, where we shake our heads and saying, where is this world going to? Well, brothers and sisters in Christ, just as the lady who didn't want to go to the doctor to hear the bad news, we come to church and we hear news that's not bad, but it certainly is life-changing. We hear that, yes, God is going to end this world. Yes, all of this will come to an end. And where will we be? Ah, that's where the joy comes. That's why we need to stay under the, the shelter, in the fortress, however you imagine our God to be for you. Because Jesus suffered and died on the cross. And he is looking forward to say, well done, good and faithful servant. For whatsoever you did to the least of these, my brothers, that you did unto me. Because you were thinking about me, you had me in your heart, you had me in mind, and you loved as an example from, from how I loved you. You also love. So let this be just a simple thing, a law of love, if you will, where there is no, uh, you can't love too much, you can't forgive too much, you can't show too much mercy, and our God shows that to us all the time. So let us be Christian, little Christs, and let us serve one another. And let us never leave anything out. Let us give everything that we have because we all belong to God and God belongs to us in Jesus Christ. It's in his name we pray. Amen. Uh, we continue. Uh, we, we have uh, the offertory there for uh, available for us to, um, to render um, offerings there. And uh, we continue with the offertory, which is hymn 955, um, Let the Vineyards Be Fruitful. We rise.
In peace, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Gifts of divine peace and of pardon, with all our hearts and with all our mind, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the holy Christian church here and scattered throughout the world, and for the proclamation of the gospel, the calling of all to faith, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For this nation, for our cities and communities, and for the common welfare of us all, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For seasonable weather, for the fruitfulness of the earth, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For those who labor, for those whose work is difficult or dangerous, and for all who travel, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For all those in need, for the hungry, the homeless, for the widowed, the orphan, for all in, those in prison, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the sick and dying, for all those who care for them, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For Jane Ragusa, who uh, will have knee surgery, for Michael Bracado, Hannah Simon, Mark Legrand, Calvin Hensler, Carrie Pierre, Barbara Marduszewski, Harold Perkle, Yvonne Ferrand, uh, Lisa Bardwell, Shirley Mansfield, Joe Anderson, Sarah Fleming, Susan Nielsen, Cass Marduszewski, Esperanza Gonzalez, John Knorr, Carter Beckwith, Kimberly Jordan, Lloyd Loga, Ruth Loga, Dolores Bordley, Mickey Greer, Drew Butford, Rhea Hilkin, Debbie Harmon, Carla Fabian, Wayne Scheffler, Phil Dickey, Connie Goings, Sherry Smith, Shelby Nay Gallatin, Dr. Nico Thompson, Kelly Sharp, Ed Rabalas, uh, Vince Corona, Blakely uh, Estevez, M. Byer, John Ayo, Ken Higgins, Kent Higgins, Rachel Schwimm, Michael McCleary, Karen Riddle, Ingrid Scheffler, and Sean Harrison. Uh, you know who they, these people are, and uh, we ask that you would show them uh, the same love that you show us and show them mercy in their sicknesses that they may uh, once again realize uh, the healing that you can give them through Jesus. Lord, in your mercy. Finally, for these and all our needs of body and soul, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, our defender, storms rage about us and cause us to be afraid. Rescue your people from despair. Deliver your sons and daughters from fear and preserve us all from unbelief. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Blessed Lord, you have caused all holy scriptures to be written for our learning. Grant that we may so hear them, read, mark, learn, and take them to heart, that by patience and comfort of your holy word, we may embrace and ever hold fast the blessed hope of everlasting life. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. I thank you, my Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept me this night from all harm and danger. And I pray that you would keep me this day also from sin and every evil, 
that all my doings in life may please you. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, that the evil foe may have no power over me. Amen. Please be seated. Jesus is the light of the world. The light no darkness can overcome. Our first reading is from Mark chapter 1, verses 6 through 8. Now John was clothed with camel's hair and had a leather girdle around his waist and ate locusts and wild honey. And he preached, saying, After me, he who is mightier than I, the thing of those sandals, the thong of those sandals, I am not worthy to steep down and untie. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. Our next reading is from Mark chapter 16. He who believes is, and is baptized will be saved. Our next reading is from Titus chapter 3. For we ourselves were foolish, disobedient, led astray, slaves to various passions and pleasures, passing our days in malice and envy, hated by men and hating one another. But when the goodness and loving kindness of God, our Savior, appeared, he saved us not because of the deeds done by us in righteousness, but in virtue of his own mercy, by the washing of regeneration and renewal in the Holy Spirit, which he poured out upon us richly through Jesus Christ our Savior, so that we might be justified by his grace and become heirs in hope of eternal life. Gracious Lord, we thank you for the new life you have given us through holy baptism. Especially, we ask you to bless. Tara Sabaya Watney, Ern Baya, Tracy Alford, Andrew Bracado, Dwayne Foster Sr., Caitlin Chasen, Troy Bettersworth, and Brooke Juno on the anniversaries of their baptisms. Continue to strengthen them with the Holy Spirit and increase in them your gifts of grace, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord, the spirit of joy in your presence, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. 
the blessing. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Almighty and merciful Lord, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit bless and preserve you. Amen. Amen. Uh, we close with uh, hymn 801.